Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Running on Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. Jacqueline, what are we drinking today? Well, I got a very special delivery yesterday. You did? From Devil's Backbone. I ordered this. Uh, they had a four-pack of Valentine's Day beers, so I am drinking one of those today. It is the Glitter Bomb, which is a wine barrel-aged sour ale with grape juice. Uh, I have not tried the beer yet, but I just got to say... The box it came in was like super nice. All four beers have like super cool cans that like clearly were designed for Valentine's Day. This is very all very Gatsby. They're Gatsby-ish. all very like like Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Um, but it has all like hearts on it and like very very Gatsby-esque font. Yeah. Um, actually was looking up like crafts to do with beer cans just because like I don't know how we're going to throw these out. We've had right. a lot of cool ones, but these are definitely my favorites. Yeah. A uh, really cool presentation on the entire package. The box was cool. The the beer cans are beautiful. Uh, what do you uh, make of that sip? It's very good. This is one that I've always wanted to try from theirs. Right. All, I think all four of the ones in this, in this kit they sent out, uh, this four pack they sent out, are things that like they're not normally in cans they're things you can normally only get there and you know kind of they only have certain things on tap it is i'm definitely getting like a lot of the pucker in in line with that orange one that i drank that you made a lot of faces sure. about it sort of but then it fades super quickly and tastes almost like a sparkling grape juice okay uh when I poured it, you asked if there was glitter in it. Yeah, I, 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 I was wondering. The name is Glitter Bomb, so I was like, I wonder if there is like edible glitter or something that's in it. There is not, but when I poured it, I mean, it is really, really effervescent. You can still see there. It's very clear, and there are all bubbles it's, crawling yeah, up the side of the glass. Bubbling like a... It's, part of this pack was the Brusecco, one of the ones that you really loved from Devil's Backbone. And Save this beer. is definitely bubbling up similar to that. Like, it looks like a glass of Prosecco uh, with the amount of bubbles that's like coming up. It's, like, it's like if it's like if a glass of Pinot Grigio was mixed with, like, lemon juice. Hmm. It's kind of, would you like to try it? I would. It reminds me a lot. I mean, it's a sour ale with grape juice that's aged in wine barrels. So it should be no surprise it reminds me a lot of wine. But it yeah. is sour in a way that Taste, wine isn't. It just it tastes like white grape. Like, that's hard a lot of white grape there uh it it but it's sour it, it's sour it reminds me of like a beer version of uh the alcohol free like sparkling white grape juice like i'm getting like yeah like it's not like not the welches the like really sweet kind but like for our michigan listeners whoever they may be there's uh saint julian's is like uh like the one that i grew up drinking and it tastes just like that like huh. it's kind of dry and uh, tart, but not nearly is, as puckery as I, as I anticipated when you said it was going to be puckery. It said it is dry, tart, and zippy. You get like a weedy kind of a wheat aftertaste too. Like a kind of like yeah, it's interesting. I think it's very very good. Uh, I am thrilled to be able. It's really carbonated. Really Excuse carbonated. Excuse me for that. <laughs> um, I mean, Devil's Backbone. I feel like their core you know, Vienna Lager and 8-point IPA. Like, their core beers are so good and pretty widely accessible where we are, but their, like, experimental smaller batch stuff like this is so cool, and we, unfortunately, are not close enough to just, like, pop over to the right. tasting room all the time. So I'm super happy that they, like, put a couple of these in cans because their beer is just great, and they do really cool stuff. So yeah. I'm super happy with Absolutely. this. Absolutely. What are you? You were making really like ooing and eyeing faces. I, I'm like making googly eyes at this beer. Uh, so I'm drinking, it's uh, a beer from Maine. It's the it's uh, Bissell Brothers Brewing. It's called the Substance, Substance Ale. Uh, it's the flagship beer. I'm looking at the sheet from, this is one of the Church Beer, uh, Church Key Aca uh, Beer Academy uh, drinks that we got. So I'm looking at the sheet. I don't just know this off the top of my head. <laughs> but uh, this is the brewery's flagship beer. It's a hazy IPA. Uh, it looks like pulpy orange juice it does uh i haven't i haven't sipped it yet but like it oh, just you haven't no it just looks perfect though like it's nice and orange and very like, i mean and, it does look like orange yeah juice. you can't see through at all like it's just beautiful so i'll make a little sip here it definitely looks uh like something that's super up your alley it has some nice nice thin head yeah that's that's wonderful it's um really citrusy but like not overly so 
like it, it's it's not it's not punching you in the face like some of the doubles and triple IPAs will. Uh, it is uh, really light and, and and bright and like not super not not really like that bitter hoppiness. A li little bit on the aftertaste, but uh, this has I'm looking uh, has a bunch of hops I've never heard of. Falconer's oh. Flight, Apollo, Eureka, Chinook, and Centennial. I'm familiar with, but. Uh, a lot of different kinds of hops. Yeah, there's so that's five different types of hops in there, uh, and it is uh, it's wonderful. It's six point six percent, so it's not super heavy. Uh, it's pretty good. There's like, like a little sip. Am I gonna hate it? I don't know. This is a little bit lighter. Uh, it smells more like than, a two-hearted. Yeah, like it, it's or it's a goose. tropical and citrusy, but not like overly pungent or powerful. I thought. Nope, you hate it. Oh my god! You hate it, it tastes, most than, more than other ones. I thought you would. Uh, it like, tastes totally different from all. I also brushed my teeth not too long ago, mm. which might. But so did you. Yeah. It tastes like like spoiled vegetation to me. Wow. Like when I open a bag of like spinach that's been in the bottom of our fridge for too long, that's what this. This old brothers, like to me. don't be offended. No, I mean honestly, if I don't like it, it's a sign that you've made a really good IPA. That's, I think that's very true. Um. I, I don't know. It has this like vegetative property. T maybe it's, maybe tastes, it's the, the local Maine barley. It tastes very much like spinach to me. I don't. Spinach. Spinach. Sorry. I was taught when you're drinking booze, like nothing is a wrong flavor. Anything you like. Because yeah. like what I taste is what I taste. So it sounds actually, crazy. The I more, say it. The, uh, the more I sip it, the more I get a little bit more of like a pine uh, effervescence type deal. I don't there, like but, it. You know, I mean, uh, to each their own. You, I mean, this is it, it, once I see a beer that looks like this, it's not something that you're going to enjoy yes. for the most part. Uh, but let's talk about some beer that we hopefully are going to yeah. enjoy soon. Uh, we are recording this a day after we bottled our we did. our uh, pale ale. What'd you make of the the bottling process? Uh, I mean, we had watched a video that uh, City Brew Tours, who we did the class with they sent us a video so i kind of knew what to expect but it still went way smoother than i thought it would like it was a very easy process um to to get the beer into bottles and you know we obviously couldn't try it yet it's still in bottles nine more nine more days at this point um but it smells really good it does smell really good it i'm smells, feeling sort of optimistic it it it, it looked in the uh, for monster, it looks very dark. But as it was coming through uh, the hose, like it looked a lot paler. Yeah. So it kind of looks like it's uh, like more of a pale ale, like how it's supposed to. And uh, it smelled like tropical and, and yeah. citrusy and whatever. Very like, citrusy. Kind of, kind of, you know, up my alley. So we've we've uh, essentially what the process was. We like we have this, like I said, the for monster is just like a big jug, yeah. uh, essentially with a spigot on it. And uh, part of City Brew Tours' thing was that they uh, would, they sent all the kit, all, all the ingredient, or the uh, materials you needed, including like a hose and uh, this like I'm trying to think about the what the right word is for this contraption that we use to uh, that we connect it to the hose. What do they call it? It's like a long thin tube that like nothing comes out, but then there's sort of like a button sticking out of the end. Yeah, a little 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 stick coming out of the end of this tube and you pre you know, be pressing the bottom of the of the stick against the against the bottom of the, of the bottle and it release, you know, it, it allows the liquid to release, it fills up and then like once you take it away take the pressure off like it stops so it just holds, it holds everything in there mostly mess free yeah like, like we put we down had, something we, we had some drips but it was from like the sanitizer dripping yeah. off the bottles not we lost no beer right uh which is funny because we still only we only managed to get 11 of the 12 bottles so i don't know uh that they're, they're, they're full big so. bottles they're big, we have plenty seven, of seven, beer 750 milliliters like there's plenty of beer but plenty of beer. uh so we Basically, like we had to sanitize everything. We, uh, you know, we, we filled the bottles up and like got had a nice little system going. Uh, yeah. Just you know, one of us sanitizing, the other one filling, and then switching off when there when, when uh, the bottle was filled. And uh, then we dropped in our carbonation drops. The nothing's the, exploded. Yet. Nothing has exploded yet. We followed our guides' uh, advice from our 
from our class and he said to put two and a half of the carbonation drops in there instead of just two because just two sometimes leads to flat beer for people where two and a half is like more carbonation but not enough to turn it into a bomb which one it, of them I, where i'm a, one of them has like two and a th- two we and two like thirds cut it quite in half and i'm like we oh, i did not cut it well, quite in half i i you weren't going to throw me under the bus i'll throw I'll throw uh, me under the bus so hoping that one doesn't explode i honestly think it'll be fine yeah. but i like like when beer is even like a little flat to me i'm like it's bad i don't like it so right. i'd rather have it be over carbonated right yeah no I, I mean i'm looking at your your beer right now and all the bubbles running up on it so like that's yeah. kind of uh you know what you're looking for uh so we've got them all back in the closet yep. covered in a towel again which they probably don't have to cover in the towel but we're gonna do it we did it anyway and uh we're gonna wait for another week and a half or so yep. and then uh they'll be ready uh have to go go downstairs in the fridge and uh yeah we're very very excited it's they're coming right along i'm very excited to try it i i mean i don't really like i guess i don't know pale ales are fine i have like no strong feelings about just like a regular pale ale um but i was like oh like the process will be fun like drinking it will be like fine like it's not gonna be better than like good beer we can get from people but after you know going this far through the process and like smelling it and seeing it i'm like oh this like could be good and I'm, yeah. I'm getting really excited to I, drink I, it. I, I was it was very uh affirming to pull the fermenter out and look at it for the first time in two weeks and see the signs that uh our guide had told us to look for like essentially like rings of yeast leftovers like or like just some detris on yeah. the side of the Fermonster, so like it looked like there was just like dirt on the inside at the top of the be- of the bottle or uh, top of the beer, and uh, it wasn't which dirt. It, it, it was like, like sea dirt. foam. It was yeah, it's like foam or something like that. But basically, we were told that like right. that means it's reacting and that's what you want. Uh, and then all the gross stuff at the bottom, yeah. but like luckily we had uh stuck a book underneath it. So all that stuff like was leaning toward the back and it didn't look like we got a ton of it I in our beer. I don't think we did. So uh all that stuff is now rinsed out in our basement waiting to be used again. This whole process has been like very low tech. Yeah. Like how do you filter the beer? Well, you put a book under it so the sediment goes to the back so when you drain it off. And I'm just like it's cr- like I thought we would have to like do a lot more Put it through a cheesecloth yeah, yeah but it's it's incredible to me that you can like simplify it to a point that like you know we spent a hundred bucks on stuff and ingredients maybe a little more but like yeah. it, it wasn't like you know it, everything fit in a five gallon bucket in our basement that, like right. everything we needed for this um so i have been really surprised by like by i mean i'm sure there are ways to do it they were way more high tech but like I'm surprised that we got something that like looks good with such a scaled down like beginner version. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're hopefully you know in uh, two weeks we'll be uh, able to drink it, and that will be right around our anniversary episode. I think yep. it will probably be our anniversary. We might have actually timed it perfectly, which is great. Yeah. So uh, we're really excited about that. It's it's looking good. Tastes, yeah. I hope it tastes as good as it looks. Very excited. Uh, but. Other than that, this has been another, we kind of spoke a little bit recently about, well, I guess we spoke more on the last episode, but uh, we spoke a little bit last week about we're running into some weather issues out here yeah. and like kind of uh, struggling to, to, you know, this weekend we uh, have basically chalked our, our long runs up and uh, for me a tempo run chalked them up as a loss because we got like an ice storm uh over yesterday so we want to talk about uh coping with winter weather and uh the alternatives that we're seeking out and kind of the mental battle that we're fighting uh you know i'm definitely fighting i think you're you're coping a little bit better than i am uh with the idea of working out without running which is uh for me like for instance Today, uh, I was going to run 12 miles just to get yesterday's miles in and today's miles in and woke up this morning, looked outside. There is a sheet, you know, sheen of ice on the sidewalk outside our, uh, you know, our, uh, our house in our neighborhood. And if our neighborhood's like that, then probably the rest of the area is too, because we're, we have some pretty conscientious neighbors who have been shoveling their walks pretty consistently. So, uh, 
uh, we didn't didn't do a long run again today. And so I woke up with you, did your hundredth yoga class. Yes, got Kalata. a shout out shout out from Kristen McGee. Was super excited. Kyle, I muddled. I got through it. I got through it. How about that? I'm not, the, was, I'm not the most flexible guy in the world. Anyone can be flexible with practice. Yes. You just need to practice more. Um, Fair enough. It was a very enjoyable, like heart opening class for Valentine's Day. I was super excited because I, I didn't start using the Peloton app until like we hit the pandemic. So uh, I was super excited about my milestone. It's always fun to do yoga with you because. Uh, you, you know, it's not something you do a lot and like clearly you're struggling, but when the instructor says like, if you want to kick it up a notch, do this, you are there I, always. I, I mean, especially like <laughs> I, when I'm in like yoga mode, when I'm, uh, you know, either in a class or doing it like, you know, over on, on streaming or whatever, like I'm in the pose, I'm not really looking I'm just listening. I'm kind of, just, I'm not like looking at what they're doing or whatever and seeing and, and like, so when they just like, okay, now do this. And if you want to do this, and I'm just like, I've always just been like, okay, so that's next. And then I'm just going to do this next. So like, you're laughing at me because I'm doing like the advanced Things that I didn't even do. The modifications, the advanced modifications. And uh, I like, probably shouldn't have at all, but. <laughs> Clearly uh, struggled a little, but I so appreciated you waking up and right. doing it with me. I jumped up and down when I heard my shout out and really appreciated you being Absolutely. there. Uh, so we did that. And then uh, later on after breakfast, we uh you went to do some more yoga and i did uh, a, a hit workout on the peloton uh app and a strength workout and i found myself thinking in the middle of these like objectively tough workouts that, you came like, down dripping i was drenched like i i worked out it was a good workout and i found myself thinking in the middle of the hit one uh oh man i'm still like i can't believe like this this is this is pretty good for an off day and I was like, and I had to like kind of really like talk to myself and be like, this is not an off day. Like I'm still working out hard and like this is still a good workout. But like I've, I've got this point where I'm just conflating, like running is what working out is and not running for a day makes me feel like I'm not working out. And on the days like this where we either can't or shouldn't, like we probably could go outside and like, but might fall a couple times, something like that. Uh, it's just tough. It's, it's, it's tough in the winter to, um, especially in a place like this where we've gone two years without any like, you know, winter snow right. or, or like frozen precipitation. And then suddenly we're getting a bunch of it this month. Uh, but yeah, have you struggled with that at all? Like how did you, you, you have gotten better with it. So how did you get over it? I should ask. How did I get over it? I don't know. I mean, I definitely used to feel this way. I think like doing, I mean, my... I don't really do strength classes because I don't enjoy them. And I'm like, I've just learned about myself that like, if I don't enjoy it, I'm just not going to do it. Sure. So I do power yoga, which is like very similar, but it's different enough in my mind that I'm like, oh, it's fine. Um, and I feel like, you know, doing more yoga has allowed me to like do harder yoga. That I'm like, oh, this is like a real workout, which is why like, I don't understand. I mean, I heard you elephant yeah. thundering around upstairs like you were jumping around a lot really like I, i'm never gonna do those upstairs again i just the whole time i'm like i'm gonna fall through this <laughs> like, i just, just kept kept worrying i was about to fall like plow you, on through you clearly were getting like a good workout though i just feel like it's hard i wonder how like olympic athletes or like professional runners feel right like how do they feel about like doing something that's a workout that like is not their main sport right and i think like you just have to view it like in totality. I guess maybe one thing that helped me is like thinking about like, you know, thinking about like health recommendations, right? You're supposed to get active like for however many days, however many days a week. Like even if it's not a run, like am I still doing that? Like am I contributing to my overall health? And the fact of the matter is like all of these things are also going to make me a stronger and more resilient runner to be doing different things. Like you know, biking is going to make you a better runner because right. it's like, you know, doing cardio without the impact and yoga and strength and core. And I just feel, you know, moving even beyond this, this is an area where I struggle, like off days to be like, oh, I'm going to like foam roll and like do mobility stuff. Like that doesn't feel like that important to me. So I always skip it. But, you know, to think about 
running and cross training and mobility work and stretching and foam rolling and physical therapy and like all of this is like important to your well-rounded right. physical and mental right. wellness so it all counts yeah which is hard it, it is hard because like but it's you recognize that that's true yeah that, and that's the it's the uh the disconnect i have between like i i understand like we both uh both have apple watches and like that's where we track a lot of our workouts and everything and like you know for those of you who don't have an apple watch you have like a move goal of set like you know uh move you know moving calories intentional calories that you burn throughout the day you have 30 like the goal of 30 minutes of exercise to close a ring and 12 you know you stand uh yeah. for a minute in 12 hours so you that, that's how you close your three your three rings uh, so I'm looking at my exercise ring and I have like 72 exercise minutes today yeah. and I'm like that's more that's like a long run like, not like a long run that's like a that's like a, a seven seven or eight mile run like yeah. that's a pretty good that's a good amount of workout and so I'm recognizing like I'm seeing that and I'm like okay like I am I am working out like this is and this is like different for you know di- different to do like uh than, than running is and working on different muscles and whatever but uh I, I i have to like fight against the the notion that i'm like well you're slacking off because you didn't go do you didn't get outside to do your run today or something like that and i think part of that is because we're straying from the plan today right like i think if you had budgeted a strength day today you would have been like today's a strength day and yeah. it's fine but it's one thing, like, I did hill repeats this week in, like, a lot of snow. It wasn't sticking, but it was coming down a lot. Yeah. It's one thing to run in the snow. Like, I fell this winter already on ice. Yeah, I'm not doing it again. Like, yeah. running on ice is just not smart. And, you know, if you have spikes on your shoes or whatever, but I'm not prepared to run safely in the ice, so I'm right. not going to do it. But, like, Wednesdays during the week, I typically stay inside and do a power yoga class where, like, I get pretty sweaty I mean, do you think I'm like being lazy no, on those days? No, I like. So you just have to be as nice yeah. to yourself as you are to me. It's true, and I, I need to work on it. Uh, but it's I can feel like I can feel the strength classes and stuff paying off. Like I yep. did my I did my uh, hill repeats this week on Thursday, and I had this is the first time in my plan that I've done five hill repeats, and like. They were the best. I think the, I think that was the best hill repeats uh, hill repeat workout I've had since I started doing this. And uh, I mean, granted, I also went back to the hill that um, is a little didn't kill me last time I did it. Uh, but I might tackle that again in the future. But so it was a little bit more gradual of a hill. But uh, I do feel like I feel stronger and like I, I'm I'm I think it's more well rounded than just running. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's this weird feeling where like if I don't run for two days, like I'm like oh I miss running. Like I'm I'm not I'm slacking off. I'm not doing enough. So I feel I think like you need to separate those feelings. Yeah, I miss running because like I really wanted to go for a long run today. Like I haven't run since Thursday. I haven't run in three days, but it doesn't mean you're slacking off. Right. I I do think and this is one of the things that's complicated by the pandemic. Like. Uh, you know, when I was living in Michigan and it was not an option to run outside in the winter, not that I ran then anyway, but like uh, when I wanted to work out in the winter, I'd go to the gym. Right. And I'd go, I could go on a treadmill or an elliptical or uh, for me, it was often an exercise bike. And I could do that kind of cardio inside for a while. And like now with the pandemic, like we can't uh, or we, we right. can, but we're not going to. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's just a like... It, that 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 option is gone. It also was not an option that we often have needed since you know in the last few years here in DC because right. it's just been fine. You know, it's been dry to, throughout the winter, even if it's been cold. I don't mind running in the cold. I don't mind running in the snow. But when stuff gets slippery, I am like right. immediately like not worth it. I love running like in the snow. Uh, the only time I will say the only time I've ever I don't like running in like freezing rain which is what we've had a lot of here recently yeah the only time i've ever thought that i thought was like gonna get hypothermia or something like that was out in a run was during like i did a long run in freezing rain and you ever get it like you're wearing gloves but the gloves get soaked through so yep. your hand you like take your hands out of your gloves to warm up because it's just so bad 
It was a really, it was a tough day. It was not yeah, my favorite. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun. No, it was not. Uh, but yeah, like winter, we've talked about this a bunch. Winter is my favorite time to run. Uh, so it's just been, it's been tough. And I wonder, mm-hmm. you know, if anyone out there in listener land has strategies for getting through these winter months and, uh, you know, or what you do to uh, give yourself a break and to, um, you know, mental strategies you have for, for the days you can't run. I'm interested in hearing them because I'm still something I'm very much struggling with. But a lot of people, when I look through our like running timeline, uh, of people I follow, a lot of people in the northern part of the U.S. like they're on treadmills. Yeah, they have treadmills in their garage or their basement or whatever. And so I, I don't think we can feel. Yeah. I don't know. I don't feel bad. I'm just thinking now, like back, like when I was growing up, we had you know in our garage it was cold. Like having like a cold, dry garage to run in the treadmill, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Ah, man. <laughs> I mean, you can see the. I have a very wistful look on my face. <laughs> I think right now, uh, but yeah, I th- and I think that's something that we've talked about. Now that we have more space, we're talking about investing in either maybe a Peloton bike, maybe something else. Probably just a Peloton bike. Uh, I'm looking at him like I thought. I, 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 well, I thought I convinced you about the Peloton bike for the, for the bike. sake of like you know discussion. I was like, oh well, we're also thinking about other things. We're not. We're talking. We're just gonna get a Peloton bike, but uh, having like an option like that yes. is, would be really great. And I think that like. In the summer too, that it's like the opposite here than it is in the nor- in the northern part of the United States, where like when it gets to be when there's going to be a week when it's 105 degrees with 90 percent humidity, like it's going to be lovely to have a bike in the basement that we can just go get a, you know get our workouts in on because uh, that it's not going to be right. dangerous to run outside. Much like ice is my line in the winter, um, I feel like like I'll run in heat, right? Like you can. I can be in like short shorts and a sports bra and carry water uh, because I have asthma. Like air quality is bad. Absolutely not. Yep. I'm inside, uh, and that's that's sort of a line that I typically don't cross. So, and it, it does get bad. There there'll be weeks around here when like you know I, sometimes I can get up and go before it gets bad for the day. But right. there'll be weeks that it's like not really safe for me to run outside because of the air. So I think it's really nice to have an indoor option. And the more I think about it, like I. I don't see like riding the bike or something like that. Like a, like cardio, doing cardio stuff instead of instead of running, I'm fine with. Like I enjoyed doing like orange like Orange Theory was yep. like part of my you know there's running a part of it, but like uh, doing the row. You can't like, argue the rowing is not a workout. Yeah, like doing the row. Like the, 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 I I never thought like oh I should be doing a five mile run instead of this. I think it's just like. What was your heart rate in the workout today, though? Oh, yeah, my average heart rate was like 150. Yeah, so like it's so like it's it's it's. You can't say that's not cardio if your heart rate's that yeah, high. Yeah, no, it's it's very true, and like I'm just like it's it's the. I'm not trying to belittle your feelings. No, I'm just right. trying to point out where no the the your, your the, the logical disconnect yeah. is is uh, is strong. Uh, so I don't know. It's just maybe it's just something that I I've not. I've not really been someone who does like I've been doing more of these like virtual at home workouts uh, than ever before. So I'm still maybe I'm still getting used to the mental processing part of it. But it's like it's like oh this is something I do usually in addition to a run. Sure. Uh, so doing them instead of a run today was uh, a little weird, but I was still like I that I did a high a, a hit workout uh, for thirty minutes and then did a strength end up just being like so much core. Uh, I'm just going to be really sore in the next couple of days, and like it's it, which is crazy to th- like to me for me to think about like that being an off day because I know I'm going to be feeling it yeah. for the next couple of days. I'm feeling it right now. I did uh, my like additional workout in addition to the short yoga class we did this morning. I did a 90s yoga workout. Did you hear me singing upstairs? I did not. Oh, I was singing. I was too busy. Uh, I mean, I also picked. I, I worked out in my office, which is the smaller of the two offices uh, that we have upstairs. And so, like, I had to do skaters at one point, and I'm, like, skating, like, doing skaters, in, like, from the office into the hallway and back and forth, because I, I was really focused on, like, not knocking things over or falling through the ceiling. I was in bow pose, where, like, you're laying on your stomach, hanging on, like, in your stomach on the floor, hanging onto your ankles, sort of, like, arched up in a back bend, just so... Bow or boat? Bow. Bow. Okay. Where you're, you're, we did them this morning, too. You're laying, you couldn't grab your ankles. So you oh, yeah, okay, no, no, you're talking about that. Yeah. So you're laying on your stomach 
and you grab your ankles and sort of kick kick back into your hands. So you're you're in basically a wheel, but like laying on your stomach, Got like it. an upside down wheel. Uh, so I'm like, you know, chest open and like mouth up, just singing "Torn" by Natalie Imbruglia <laughs> at the top of my lungs. It's, I mean, it was so fun. It, it's good. The variety is the spice of life, right? Like it's good to do different things and to. Uh, it's a way I'm never gonna move on a run. Right. Hopefully. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like I. I was worried that like before I started doing these strength things, like, I was going to turn into there's the the toast uh, does is a uh, is an internet is an internet website. It's a website that does comics uh, and like. Am I Are you talking about the oatmeal? The oatmeal. The toast. The toast. <laughs> the toast. I'll let you have this laugh. Hold on. Oh, you know my favorite website, the cereal and milk, just summon random breakfast. You know what? I, we're, we're getting we're getting Chinese food after this. I must have been thinking of toast tab. I bet. Uh, oh my but god! The oatmeal. The toast. The oatmeal. The bagel. The <laughs> Shut up. All right. Well, I'm gonna talk while you get yourself back together here. Uh, but like, <laughs> the oatmeal does a a cartoon of a, a marathon runner that is just all legs and no upper body. And I was definitely gonna turn into. Oh my god! You gotta get it together. What is? I'm just going to check the percent on this beer here. It'll be five. It's not the five. beer, it's, it's not you. The beer. It's not the beer, it's me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm... <clears throat> you good? I'm good. Are you? No, you're not. I'm good, I'm good. It's just, you You weren't like, what's it called? You were like, oh, just random I'm, breakfast. I, I'm, I'm talking, I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I could see you starting to look at me, and I'm like, the toast, yeah. No, yeah. haven't you seen that site, The English Muffin? <laughs> the worst. Uh... Making fun the of you o- in public is the my oatmeal. <laughs> the oatmeal. The oatmeal. Uh, anyway, I was worried I was going to have yes. no upper body. Like, and I've, I have lost a lot of upper body strength since a year ago when I was doing uh, Orange Theory more regularly. But like, I need to get it back. Do you want to talk so you can stop laughing? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a tough time when uh, the plan gets interrupted it is so i am actually in the middle of a virtual challenge yes uh, i'm doing the brewski bum challenge which feels on brand for us mm-hmm. uh so this is another rf events thing and it's like you're supposed to do they have like six different running workouts and like you track them on like a ski map and it's like you know from the bunny slope to the hella skiing like six different workouts that you're supposed to do over the span of 10 days but I have now not run. So I'm like, well, crap. Like, I was supposed to be doing these all along. And now I have to just, like, do them all back to back to back. Yeah. Um, so I also am, like, feeling a little anxious and bad about getting off our plan. Getting off my plan. But I also am starting my 5K training soon. Yeah. So I know that, like, stuff is going to be getting a lot harder. So I don't feel too bad, like, scaling back. And I also do feel like my yoga workouts are still a workout. Yeah. Like, I did almost an hour of yoga today. I broke a sweat. For sure. I feel fine. Yeah. So it's, a, I don't know, it's something that I think uh, we'll have to do, get, you know, I'll have to get more adjusted to as this, as the winter drags on. And then, uh, I, I remember last year, I was really looking forward to trying to do more workouts inside during the summer. Yeah. And then, you know, no, inside was no longer an option unless it was in our apartment. I also feel like doing like workouts at home is just different. Like, would you have felt different about today being like a quote-unquote workout if you had gone to a gym and done yeah, it? Yeah, no, it, exactly. It would have felt more official. And I, I feel like because, like, you basically have just run through the whole pandemic until, like, last month you started sort of doing yeah. other workouts versus, like, I can't run every day. I get hurt if I run every day. So, and I, so I started doing Peloton, had the two-month free. Right like promotion at the beginning of the pandemic so i started doing yoga at home in march and i felt i always felt like home workouts were just like garbage workouts so i feel like it's been almost a year that i've sort of gotten into the habit of like these are real workouts right and i feel like i don't know you you were up in your office today so like you didn't have your mat but like for me like doing yoga on like a towel or whatever like going to like my mat this is like the place where i work out like Going, to, even if it's in my home, like going to a place where I can work out helps me. Yeah. And I do think I've just had a, a little bit longer than you to get used to like 
working out at home being a normal thing. Yeah, I think that's right. Get there. It's helping. I mean, it's all worth it because it's definitely like making me, my, my, my pace is dropping, my, uh, you know, I, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm starting to watch my VO2 max on my, again, it's another thing on the iPhone. I'm watching that, uh, you know, my, my iPhone uh, health app starting to track that. That's that's going up for the first time since uh, a year ago. So. I flipped my running pace arrow. Nice. It's up. Congratulations. Which is the way you want it to be. No, I, I mean, I felt good in my hill repeats and like I did just like an easy run that was like at a faster pace. Like I have been just feeling great yeah on my workouts it's nice it's nice to see all this hard work in the kitchen and on the mat and on the roads pay off yeah how i guess we should talk a little bit about our our running that we did do this week instead of the running we didn't do how did, how did, how was your yeah how was your week your uh the few runs you got in it was good uh i mean i only ran twice um but it was good i did my i did an easy run it's really nice that I'm able to run after work if I can't run before work now with the yeah, it's, starting to, it's get starting to get light a little, a little bit later. I am would definitely like prefer to run in the morning. Um, but it's like a nice option to have. So yeah, that went well. And then my hill repeat, I only did three hill repeats, but it was like a three and a half ish mile run. Nice. So I guess I only ran like six and a half miles this week. Huh? It was an easy it was definitely like a lighter week. Yeah. Because uh, I'm supposed to do two runs over the week. I was supposed to do like a seven and a two. So I missed a lot of mileage this weekend. But uh, the runs I did have went really well. So I was uh, I was feeling good about that. That's awesome. It's nice to like feel myself speeding up. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. How did you... I mean, you still ran a lot this week. Yeah, I still ran... I ran 15 miles. Uh, I was supposed to go 12 this weekend. So it was supposed to be like a 27-mile week. But uh, so I'm just going to... Next week was going to be a cutback week, so I'm just going to have this week that just went by kind of be a cutback week and um, treat next week, you know, bigger miles. But right, uh, it was good. I mean, I'm I'm at the part of the plan now where like I'm starting to my midweek run is five miles instead of like for a while it was three, then it was four, and now now it got to five, which is kind of what I was just going out and doing every day anyway. So it feels nice to. Uh, be going out and doing some bigger bigger mile runs or bigger mile runs for like midweek uh, but I I have felt pretty good in the strength classes and um, the hill repeats are hard I mean man like it's it's a butt kicker but uh, it feels like it, it, it could feel it pay off in the mm-hmm. in the recovery runs and in like the runs I do before the strength classes uh, so it's uh it's good. Like I'm feeling stronger and feeling good, but then like there'll always be like one like recently there's always been like one day in the middle of the week where I'm just like I am toast and I need an off day. Sure, not oatmeal. I'm not, I am oatmeal. Uh, wow, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have used toast because uh, I've lost you again. But uh, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I have definitely felt uh, a couple times during the week very tired. Uh, you know, toast is. She's, guys, she's barely holding it together. Uh, there it is. Okay. Uh, unbelievable. I was going to keep, I'm going to mention toast a few more times today just to see what happens. Please stop. Uh, so uh, I've had to kind of be judicious with my rest days and like uh, move them around. I'm supposed to only take rest, like my rest days are scheduled for Fridays, but like I'm kind of moving them all around the shop because. Um, take them when you need them. Take them when you need them. Exactly. So. Uh, but it's been good. I think, like, I don't know. I, it's it's a weird place to be in when, like, I do the strength classes and I'm, like, looking forward to doing body squats and lunges because my legs feel great uh, as opposed to, like, doing more push-ups and stuff and my shoulders are, like, have to have a lot of uh, strength to regain. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. My, probably my biggest win of the week, and you know because I ran up into your office and was, like, jumping for joy, thrilled, um, I got into crow this week. Yeah, which is a yoga pose I had really wanted to get into. It's an arm balance, and I balancing poses are really tough. But balancing poses uh, are really tough for me because my mind wanders and I fall over. This is right. Um, but I was able, and I also feel like I mean, right now, like my running is improving, and I'm like being able to do things on the yoga mat that I couldn't. But like, 
it's really nice to have like two avenues so like even if running is going bad like maybe i'm getting better in yoga or like right. if i'm falling over like it definitely is a way to like keep motivated to be able to like have wins in two very different or like approach wins in different, different goals areas. in like two different areas yeah. i saw on instagram this yogi i follow she was like in this arm balance and then like went up into a headstand and i'm like oh i'll do that next so always have my eye on the next thing but oh. that was like like my running was fine I felt like it was like a really like big yoga week for me. Yeah. Which is nice because of the weather, right? Yeah, like exactly. it's it's a nice different area to focus in. It's been yeah, I mean, even on the days when it's not snowing or whatever, it still can be pretty gross out. Uh, but yeah, no, it's great. I'm glad I'm glad you're feeling so much growth, not just like you're I can often like see you uh you know, like when, during marathon training, I, I can think of like this past fall, like I, I knew you were getting better, but you often felt like garbage. Uh, so it's nice to... I don't think I was getting better during marathon training. I, like, well, you were because you ended up running a marathon from, like, running eight miles, uh, as a long run to... Yeah, that miles. was just force of will. I don't think yeah. I actually improved, yeah. but, like, that mental strength will help me going forward. There you go. Uh, so it's nice that you're seeing it, too. I'm, I'm very glad for you. It's very sweet. How's your beer? Good. Short and sweet. I like it. <laughs> I'm doing doing a little shake, a yeah. little wine glass shake. It's weird because it is only 5%, but I do feel a little buzzed. There you go. Uh, but it's just very like good. This, I don't know if you can hear the audio. This wonder, buzzing us, like just like this helicopter that's going overhead. Buzz just like this helicopter. Um, my mom and stepdad are big wine drinkers. Mm -hmm. And I am just like when I, and my, my mom, my stepdad drinks beer. My mom like will not drink beer. Yeah. Unless it's Bells. Kyle has, like, turned her on to Bells. Love, people love Bells. But every other beer, like, we'll go to, like, wineries and she'll order a glass of Pinot Grigio. And I always wish, like, with the Brusecco and with this, I'm like, I wish I could put this in front of her in a wine glass. And she'd be like, oh, my God, it's great. Uh, just to show that there, there are so many different styles out there. Um, and whenever I have, like, a wine-inspired beer like this, I always wish I could share with her. Uh... While we're talking about beer, we're recording this on Valentine's mm. Day, and uh, do you want to tell the people what our Valentine's Day yeah. date is? Let's talk more about everything but running, because yeah, it's not cause... like this is a running podcast. <laughs> um, Focusing on the on tap. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so we've talked a couple times about uh, different like pairing things that we've done. And the funny thing is whenever we do one, people are like, is this like an organized thing? I'm like, no, we just like get a bunch of cookies and then get a bunch of beer and go to town. Yeah. Um, so we're doing something similar tonight. We are ordering a whole mess of Chinese food. A lot of Chinese food. And we have, because I was not cooking. That was no. my, it was like, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? Don't care. I'm not cooking. Um, so we're <laughs> ordering a whole bunch of Chinese takeout and we have a bunch of different local beers and we found an article online about like different beer that pairs well with different, different Chinese yeah. food. So it's supposed to be stouts and egg rolls. Love. I, like, egg rolls are ace. Like, I love egg rolls, too. So I'm really, I think, I, I think it's going to be such a, an interesting combination. Yeah, I think it's a weird pairing, but, like, the heaviness of the beer is supposed to cut through the greasiness of the egg roll. That's it, the theory. Yeah, I'm, I guess the stout we have is not, like, we just have a stout. We don't have like the bourbon barrel aged or like it's an oatmeal stout. It's an oatmeal stout, but it's like yeah, it's like five percent. Yeah, it's a, it's a real. It's a, it like it's not one of your like the stouts I had for you know around Christmas time were like really heavy right. stouts. This is like a, this is gonna be like a this is more like a, akin to a Guinness than it is like yeah. your, your fancier hardcore stouts. So. And then we're doing a red ale with the lo mein. Yep. Because like the. The maltiness of the red ale is supposed to play well with the noodles. Okay. We're doing the Pilsner with General, General Tao. Tao. General Tao. Tao, Tao. I always say Sal, but I was just following your lead. I, I go back and forth. I think it's Sal. Yeah. I don't know. The spicy chicken dish sorry, that is sorry, super Tao. Americanized. Our, our, our favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Which we um, I think I always say General Tao. I, I'm, it, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting you. It's spelled T-S-O. Like Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yes. That was totally unrelated. <laughs> um, so I think, like, you know, that's a little spicy. Yeah. So I think the Pilsner, I could see that being very, like, refreshing and yeah. cleansing it's like, with that. Because like, General, General So slash Tao is, like, off, it's, like, 
sticky and spicy and kind of sweet kind of sweet but there's like, a lot going on yeah exactly you don't want an overpowering right. beer with it and well let me finish the last one and i'll yes. say this and then we're doing an ipa with orange chicken which i think is gonna be awesome which i think is gonna be really good hopefully it will like play up the citrus flavors of right. the ipa and we, we have uh we have a bell's too hearted yes. for that which regular is, ipa that i like yeah. not a not we're, a hazy no, not, no yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna go down the crazy route but that's but I, a very citrusy good beer yeah. that's gonna go along with it well and i can see it again like orange chicken can be like a little spicy yep. so i can see it being like a good sort of like palate cleanser yeah i, I know and like it, the, both general sal and orange chicken are deep fried so i feel like you want a beer that's like effervescent and can like cut right. through the fried food right and like i know uh i think i have saved on my phone's bookmarks like a food pairing chart with beer and like spicy foods with IPAs are yep. often good because wings uh, and IPAs, wings and IPAs are very good. So like, and, and pilsners are kind of one of the more, the more like they're, they're kind of uh, you know omnipresent in uh, yeah. food pairing because they just go well with so many different things. So but I think it's gonna be really good. I'm very excited for it. The way we do these because I am very much like a rules person. So when we did our first, I think the cheese and beer pairing is what mm -hmm. got us into all of this. So we did our first one and it was like goat cheese goes with sour right. so i would only eat the goat cheese with the sour and our guide really encouraged us like everyone's palates are very different as we know drinking and eating yep. together like try different things so i think our plan is to like you know open four beers each have half, half yep. and you know know what's quote unquote supposed to go together right but then also like play around and drink and we've definitely been like that does not work we've found stuff that doesn't work which then makes it more clear when stuff does and right. it's just so much fun right yeah no, there it's really interesting when you um when you are pairing beer with food and like you know sometimes you know often like you have a beer you like you have some food you like whatever and like you just you taste those things together and maybe they work together maybe they don't but you don't really know because you're not really thinking about it you're just thinking i like this beer i like this food but like when you're more intentionally doing it and like you have like for instance the ipa with uh the orange chicken mm -hmm. let's say we have that and we're like okay like this tastes good this tastes no like this is my baseline now is that this tastes good together but then like you have the ipa with the egg roll and you're like this is trash yeah like i didn't realize like that this was going to be that this much different and like uh it's interesting to see how those flavors play and to have like the contrast immediately it has been so interesting for me as we've like delved a little more into this and like if anyone is listening to this and thinking this would be a fun thing to do like yeah we took one class but like really we just or research online up, and like order food and order beer yeah. and like mess around so i think yeah. it's you don't need to like go to a class or go to an event i think it's super accessible um but around we did the pie and beer pairing yep. for thanksgiving and the cookie and beer pair pairing for christmas and both of those times a lot of the beers were like heavy dark beers that like i took a sip of them and was like i don't like that but then you take a sip of them with a pecan pie right. and it completely changed the character of the beer for right. me which is so interesting like you you hate you i won't say, I won't say you hate stouts you do not like stouts you yeah. do not like dark beer in general when we did our first beer and cheese pairing we had a kbs stout which yep. is like one of from founders it's it's a it's a heavy stout like, like an aged cheddar and right? we had it with the yeah with, with an aged cheddar or like a, some sort of aged cheese aged hard cheese and you loved mm -hmm. it and it's like it was so shocking to me because you like anytime you have a beer that's darker than the one that you're drinking now which is like the color of apple juice kind of i was gonna say you're yeah, I, I figured that's kind of why I but, jumped but, in. But you are right. Right. Like, you know, anything that's, like, deeper than straw, yeah. you're kind of like, I don't like that. It's too dark. Yeah. And so, like, when you had a KBS, which is, like, a heavy, dark beer, and you were like, this tastes great. Like, it's just a, a testament to, yeah. f you know, pairing with food. And, like, often with the pie and with the cookies, the beer that we, the beer and cookie combination that we liked the most was often not the one yep. that we in whatever website we had looked at said I used they went together. To find all these Pinterest, things. like, like it's I, super accessible. Yeah, Google, if we want to do something, you know, too. Like so, you, there's there's lots of ways to find this out. You don't have to be an expert. Like people people will go online and say you should do this, and like then you can just try around. You know, get a, get a wide variety and learn your taste because I like you said like 
there were things that were supposed to go together and we ended up finding other things we liked more. Right. So I am super excited for tonight. Yeah. I feel like wearing sweatpants and drinking beer and eating Chinese food with you is exactly what I want to do. Absolutely. Uh, How's your beer? Yeah, so before we go, I'll talk about mine. It's, it's good. As it's gone on, I've tasted more like, kind of like... Spinach. Not, not <laughs> spinach. I was going to go with like grapefruit pith. Huh. Like it's grapefruity... Like kind of like that, like really tart yeah. sourness, but like also kind of bitter, but not in like the hoppy bitter way, yeah. like in like the like you know in like a zest or or pith kind of way. That's so so it's um, I liked it more when I started than huh. I do now. But I mean, it's still like out of five, I'll give it like a three point seven five. But uh, it is um. I mean, it's still a beautiful beer. Like, it's re- leaving some really nice lacing on the side of the beer, uh, side of the glass. And, uh, yeah, it's a it's an easy drinker, even if um, I've tasted more more throughout it. Like, it's, got, it's, it's not as juicy. It's more dry and bitter than it is juicy. I wonder so. if that's as you drank more of it or if that's as it comes closer to room temperature. I, I, I wonder what's changing the flavor. Yeah. And that is something that, like, I try to be more conscious of, too, as I, like, you know me being obsessed with the temperature of our beer fridge downstairs. Oh, yes. uh, beer does change does change flavor as it gets uh, it gets warmer or it gets colder. Usually, as it gets warmer, it tastes better because cold. For instance, like Coors Light, cold is not a flavor; it is just a temperature. So, like when things are cold, you can't really taste them as much. It's as cold as the Rockies. It's yes, and the uh, can turns blue. And the can turns blue when but it's cold. I rave so much about this can; doesn't change colors. That's I mean. That's true, but like, I don't know. The, you don't want the, the most important thing about your beer to be the the can changing colors. I am not. Anyway, uh, drink your beer warm is what I'm trying to say. Warmer. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, where can the people find us? We are hosted by Anchor. Yes. Where we wherever wherever you get your podcast. You are un poco buzzed. We are wherever you get your podcast. Um, and we are also on Instagram at Running on Tap, where we are posting more and giving updates about updates. Uh, or we're giving updates about episodes that either post or don't post. So yeah, follow along. Follow there. us on Instagram. Uh, Interact with us on Instagram. Yeah, please, because now I'm openly asking questions. I would like. I would actually like to get some feedback about yeah. how do you get through the winter blues of not being able to run outside? And uh, I think we found our episode title. Yeah, there you go. That. That was not or, that was organic, not planned. Uh, no, for the first one of the first times. Uh, but yeah, uh, please leave you know leave a comment or send us a message or something about yeah. your strategies because then I will take it on and I will uh, I will adopt it into my own life. So uh, follow us at Running on Tap. Please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week.